This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Myself when I'm with you, feel the pressure. 
Livestream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, that is us, flat out. You're tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glitfab Rainbow Fano. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatapu, queer, questioning, fafafine, akaivine, by two spirited, and all the fabulousness in between, and of course outside of their scopes, because sometimes fluidity is where it's at. Flat out, Lady H on your mic for your funky Friday. We love having you on board. This is the last weekend. Weekend of 2022. It's been my pleasure to bring this year to you. We have on your show, Ask Kai, Labels, Identity and Coming Out. Five ways of self-care for this holiday season and of course support, international and national Aotearoa. Beats to warm you into your New Year's Eve. It's been my pleasure, as I've said, to share our voices and our messages to you, the whānau there. Be safe for the new one, everyone. Much aroha. Let's get into the goodness. Let's get into the goodness. So first up, Ask Kai. Compliments of Extra Magazine. Labels, identities and coming out. So um, Ask Kai is like Ask Your Auntie. Uh, Fano will send their pātai or their questions through to Kai and Kai will respond online for Fano to watch and listen to. So... This is first up, and then we've got a beat. Pop star Girl Forever is the artist, and the song is Lemonade Mouth Breakthrough. Boom, let's get into that goodness. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kai Chang Tom, and you're watching Ask Kai Quick Tips for the Apocalypse, a series of short videos in which I teach you everything you need to know about survival game hunting, foraging for berries, and otherwise living through an apocalypse except without any of that wilderness stuff, because I'm terrible at that. Just one thing before we get started, dear listeners. If you're hearing anything in the background, it's because they are building a condo to my left and a condo to my right. Condo in front of me, a condo in my heart. They are just building condos everywhere in this town because that is what we need in a pandemic more extremely expensive, high-density living. So today's question is, Dear Kai, I have come to identify as asexual, but most people think I'm gay. For most of my life, I've had behaviors that people kind of stereotype as gay behaviors. I'm gender non-conforming. And I also have certain kinks that are not in the heterosexual norm. And so I've always made gay friends, moved in gay political circles, I'm very active in the gay community, in the queer community, but I'm asexual, or at least that's how I feel now. But everyone just thinks I'm gay. And I wonder, is there a point to trying to dispel this rumor, or should I just let people think whatever they think? So this question to me feels like a question about connecting our internal world with the external world. 
And so I just want to really affirm for the asker of this question, but also for everyone else out there, we don't owe people information about our private lives like that. It's not necessary. On the other hand, there is something discordant, often something painful about people reading something in your external appearance that doesn't match with your internal appearance. And I mean, I'm a trans person, so I guess I'm a little biased about that. But just to say, uh, gender, sexuality, there is something weird, uncomfortable often, about having a piece of us that the world refuses to see. So sometimes we want to share that part of ourselves with the rest of the world. How do we do that in a way that is safe? that is appropriate to context, that is convincing when people are skeptical, I would say it's up to us to communicate clearly uh, what we want people to know about us. And it's up to them to take us on our own terms, yes? And this is particularly a politic that has emerged in queer circles, at least since the 90s, but I think earlier than that, that we are meant to take people on their own terms. You know, there was once a queer movement that was very much about um, almost forcing people out of the, quote, closet, about categorizing people. We still feel echoes of this today in certain parts of lesbian gay community where, you know, you might have heard that this idea that bisexuals are not really queer or that bisexuals aren't lesbian women in the way that uh, non-bisexual women are. There's a lot of argumentation about that. And I, you know, there are real political reasons for that, but personally, I prefer to subscribe to perhaps a more contemporary politic, which is that we each get to identify in our own way. And if we change our minds, quote unquote, or if we simply develop and explore and evolve in a, in a different direction, then that's okay too. So if I identify as gay in my teens and then bisexual later on, and then I also transition and I'm trans, later and then I become trans non-binary, it is up to me to let people know if I want people to know that. And it's up to the people around me to be like, yeah, we affirm your right to self-identify and to make changes to your identity whenever you feel like. We don't really need to get too bothered about that. So to this person, I would say, well, there may be some people for whom it is really important to know, right? Like do strangers or people we see once in a while at a meeting or a party, <laughs> if there were parties anymore. Do we really need acquaintances to know this internal part of ourselves? Maybe, maybe not. My guess is that it is more important for close friends to know, um, people who are proximal in our lives that we see every day. And, and so, you know, the way we reveal the information depends on who we're talking to. But if it's someone who's really close to us, then my suggestion is that a simple conversation actually can be really helpful. Like, you know, just so you know, I'm not gay. I'm asexual. It's a perfectly acceptable thing to say to a friend over coffee, or I guess Zoom coffee in this case. You might text that or message. You might decide that you're going to write a group letter or message or email to a small number of intimate friends, right? Like, just to say, I want to let you folks know this. And it's also perfectly acceptable to say, and I feel it's important to tell you this, because it seems like a lot of people assume things about me that are not necessarily true. Now, when we're talking about more random or casual acquaintances, well, 
the thing about sexuality is it's hard to bring up in a way that feels contextually appropriate in a lot of moments. So, you know, we, we might want to wait, but if you're meeting new people and in queer community, we often do these check-in circles, right? Like, hi, my name is this and I identify this way. Then maybe it's appropriate for you then to say, you know, hello, my name is and I identify as sexual and then just move on, right? And then people have that in their minds. You might want to put it, you know, on your social media profiles. Also, a lot of people do this so that, uh, people can know without having to have the conversation about it. There are lots of different ways, but I, I just want to say, you know, it, it's important to affirm that your inner world, the, the more that you're able to share that with the people who are important to you, the stronger and more resonant those relationships are going to become. And so maybe this is why it feels important, because there's a loneliness in having a part of you not seen by the people you care about. And if those people really care about you, then, well, it is their responsibility a little bit to allow that part to be safe and to be seen. So go forth, tell your story. I encourage this. Be safe, be well, be brave, be whatever you want to be. Thanks so much, everybody. You've been watching Ask Kai, quick tips for the apocalypse. I'm Kai Cheng Tom. Stay safe, be well.
You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz or the TuneIn app uh, on accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and that is us, Flat Out. Lady Edge on your mic for your Funky Friday. Bringing together the voices of our community. That is Free FM's tagline, and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports that Kopapa Corridor. For sure, for sure. Bringing you the voices, the voices, the messages, and the corridor from international and national waters. All for and about us. Love it. Love, love, love it. That must be their pop star girl forever, Lemonade Mouth Breakthrough. So I'm thinking Lemonade Mouth is an actual movie, uh, but the song name is Breakthrough. Yes. Okay, going into our next show. Oh, before we get into that goodness, coming up, we've got what's hot and happening for your New Year's Eve, like for the weekend, but all the way across. Yes, yes. Um, ask Kai, another part-time for the auntie. Um, compliments of Extra Magazine coming out later in life for a person in their 40s. And, of course, beats through there. Now we're into two, two, five ways of self-care. So while I underst- while we know, Afar know, that during the holiday season, the festive season, however you want to word it, Christmas holidays, aharane. Um, there is whānau that have supported, supporting and loving whānau around them. There are those that don't have whānau around them. They don't even have a home, a roof over their head or a kai to put in their puku. There are those that are having troubles, hurt, harm, they're unsafe in their spaces to be themselves to be who they truly want to be who they truly are so that's why i felt it was important to share this message five ways of self-care for you and of course we've got the backups for the support here in aotearoa and across international waters the spaces and places you can go to to find out this information so let's get into the Kaupapa Kōrero. This is compliments of includedhealth.com. So as, as LGBTQ plus people, the discrimination we face in our daily lives and against our community uh, affects our psychological well-being. Tending to our mental health is particularly pertinent for those of us riding out the COVID-19 pandemic in unsupportive or isolated environments where we might lack access to identity-based resources. Even though the algae or the rainbow kahukura community faces more adversities than the general public population, especially mental health conditions and illnesses, we strive to celebrate all identities and take care of one another. So in difficult times, we rely on our communities to remind us that many of the challenges we face, we take on together. So here are some recommendations on how self-care, so nurturing your well-being, and community care, supporting people around you, can rejuvenate and support ourselves and others. So number one, allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you are feeling. 
So let yourself feel as negative as you need to feel while reminding yourself that these negative emotions aren't permanent. When you process your feelings, you learn how to handle difficult emotions, make better decisions and form deeper connections with others. So it is only for a short time. It will pass. Toxic positivity or suppressing your emotions in favour of being positive can lead to more stress. In order to heal, we have to sit with and confront our emotions and feelings. One grounding technique you can use in these moments is picking a colour and naming everything in your environment with that colour. This is useful because it provides a neutral, non-judgmental way to connect back to the present moment rather than worrying about the past or the future. And breathing is always a really nice one too. Focus on your breathing, three counts in, three counts out, until you notice your thoughts start to quieten. That's my own little tidbit there. Number two, use social media to find community, but remember to take breaks from being online. So Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can. For those with ADHD or other neurodivergence, a lot of us have felt that we are lazy or just not good enough until we realise others experience the same things. This is also how I felt about being trans and queer. Being able to call someone I first met online family is one of the best experiences. So, oh, Discord is another one, eh, no, Another one. Um, they are home to groups like Transgender World, Everyone is Gay, Black Lesbians, and LGBTQ plus Hangout that exists specifically for creating community with other queer and trans people. It's true that social media can help us find community, but it's also important to log off, set boundaries around screen time. Doom scrolling or constantly being online to help help keep up with the news and the world can amplify pre-existing anxiety or depression, but carving out time for a new offline hobby is one way to avoid it. It is good to stay informed, but you can't take, it cannot make the world a better place if you're too depressed to function. So, so everything in moderation is pretty much what they say in Avano. Three, find help from a professional. Connecting with someone who understands your specific identity within the Kahukura Rainbow community can do wonders for your mental health, whether you're in crisis or simply trying to figure life out. There are a lot of great people that can support you to live your best life, heal wounds, overcome atrocities, and get into your alignment. The unfortunate fact is that heterosexism and homophobia have been ingrained into facts and mental health systems. But don't give up. If you find someone that you're not really vibing with, it's helpful just to have someone that supports you. And I think this is one of the messages that came from the Christmas edition too, is that find someone that you can check in with. So whether it be Discord, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, connecting with others that are on the same page means you feel supported and less alone. Number four, community and affirmations as medicine. So Kia Brown, a black bisexual author, explains that of adding daily affirmations to her life over the last several years radically changed it. I'm a big believer in daily affirmations. They have allowed me to appreciate who I am becoming, even on bad days. 
What I normally do is I say four things that I like about myself in the mirror during the morning hours or the night hours, sometimes both. It allows me to sit in my body in ways that I never could before. And saying these affirmations, I give myself validation, which has made me a better person to myself, my friends, my family, and all those that love me. So things like, I am loved, I am worthy, I am beautiful, uh, I am healing, I stand true in my queerness. Um, so when I need to get out of oppressive spaces, I find it refreshing to be around individuals where you can be authentic. So finding you don't have to stand in front of the mirror if the mirror doesn't do it for you. But saying positive affirmations to yourself and with conscious breathing, with conscious intent, you don't necessarily have to believe it at first, but you keep repeating those affirmations whenever you start to feel low, those also can pick up the spirits too. Number five, heal by helping others heal. Self-care is all about nurturing your well-being, while community care focuses on fostering camaraderie and supporting the people around you who share your identities and values. The more we take care of each other, the better we can support both our individual and collective well-being. If you have the ability to do so, take a moment to connect with your friends and community as a supportive listener. A simple thinking of you message is a great way to reach out. It could be over text, could be in a letter, could be via a phone call or on social media. So Fano, those are the five tips, compliments of includedhealth.com. Nice. Now, if you need support and you're here in Aotearoa and you want to find out more, there is a page, skylight.org.nz. And there is a screed of information that you can find. Um, so LGBTQI plus is where you'll go to there, where to find support and the specific types of support, discrimination and bullying. Um, all of it is there and we will post that to our book face page so you can find that. For international whānau, whānau across international waters, Go to flow.health, H-E-A-L-T-H, and there is a heading list of challenges, and countries are located under that. So the headings are Australia, New Zealand, Brazil, Japan, Portugal, South Africa, United Kingdom, and Ireland, United States. So there you go. And again, we will post that to our Bookface page so you can make sure to have that on hand. Take care of yourselves during this festive season, Fano. Take care of each other and even those that you don't know. If you see a stranger in need, then after that, Fano, but also be safe yourself while you're doing that. Let's go into a beat. Joey Grasifa, don't wait. Stay tuned, we'll be back with you soon. Walls, you've hid your light. But when you let the past go, your story unfolds. Look out your window into the night. The darkness can be such a lonely place on. 
up the fight. The darkness can be such a lonely place on your own. I'll be a compass so you'll never feel alone. Don't wait for the world to be ready. Who says you can't explore? Who says you can't explore? My Kahukura Rainbow Fano. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, via the da- accessmedia.nz app, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. That is us. Flat Out. You're tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glit Fab Rainbow Farno. That is us, Farno. News, views, and interviews for and about our flat out Kahukura Rainbow Farno. Lady Edge on your mic, very funky fry, yay. That last beat there was Joey Grassifa. Don't wait. Take care of yourselves. I hope these five ways of self-care during this festive season uh, helps someone out there. Let us know. We're going to roll now into, so what we've got coming up, I should say, is weekend events. What's hot and happening for your coming weekend in Aotearoa now that we're rolling into the new year, or almost the new year. Next up, ask Kai or ask your auntie. It's pretty much like that. Uh, Compliments of Extra magazine coming out later in life. So this part is from a person in their forties. Then we go into a beat. Janelle Monet, make me feel. Oh yeah. Then into the beats, and of course the beats, the beats. Stay tuned, Farno. We're going to be back with you very soon. I'm Kai Chang Tom, and you're watching Ask Kai, Quick Tips for the Apocalypse, a series of short videos in which I teach you everything you need to know to survive and thrive and live and love and learn and eat and pray and love in the post-apocalypse, new apocalypse, apocalypse, end of the world thing.
So today's question comes from someone who describes themselves as an older baby gay. I'm in my 40s and just came out to myself. I feel like I've missed out on a lot. Any advice for an older baby gay? So this question is the very sweetest. I love it. I just want to tell you, welcome to the world of gay, the world of queer, the world of LGBTQIAS+, all the letters. It's amazing. And also kind of terrible sometimes, but mostly just amazing. You know, there was a time when coming out in one's 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s or even 80s was uh, really not uncommon. When I started practicing as a counselor way back in the day, um, I had a lot of clients at the sexual identity clinic that I interned at who were uh, much older and had come out um, in mid or later life. It's only like a pretty recent phenomenon, and I, I think that the phenomenon is also like really particularly located to certain social circles and communities that we think that people should or are supposed to come out in uh, adolescence or early adulthood. And uh, perhaps somewhat unfortunately, uh, queer cultural production in film and literature has tended to idealize and romanticize this idea of coming out in your teens and early 20s. Um, it's sort of often painted with this like glossy <laughs> kind of coming of age narrative. Um, where one is meant to come out at that age, and if you didn't, then you miss the boat, or it's really tragic, and coming out later in life is terrible. And I, I certainly don't want to minimize anyone's experiences if, um, for example, one is queer and has spent a lot of time in the closet. That certainly can be emotionally challenging, perhaps even traumatic, but also uh, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with coming out in one's 30s, 40s, 50s, etc. Um, sometimes that's just a part of the life journey that one is on. Um, and a lot of folks I know who've come out in later life say that even when they were with um, other partners in so-called heterosexual relationships, that coming out later in life didn't negate um, like the love or the intimacy that they shared. Um, a lot of uh, queer folks I know have come out older have also had children in heterosexual uh, partnerships and nuclear families, and none of that is necessarily devalued by coming out later in life. So I just want to affirm that. I will say coming out um, in early adolescence isn't necessarily all it's cracked up to be. Uh, one doesn't have full control over one's own decision making. One definitely doesn't have a great handle on sex and sexuality. Um, and pretty much the consequences for coming out were in the hands of uh, one, one's peers or one's parents, the adults around. So there can be some benefits, I think, to coming out um, in mid or later life. But I guess if I had any advice of uh, potential value to someone coming out um, in their 40s, it would be uh, to remember to have fun, um, that there are a lot of queers uh, your age, a lot of queers your age who are still in the process of discovering themselves, of coming out. We are always in a process of discovering ourselves and figuring out who we are anyway. Um, so if you can, to let go and enjoy the process. There isn't like a, de a target destination when it comes to being queer. Um, there, it's, it's really all just a really long <laughs> journey and uh, there are many twists and turns to it. On a practical level, I imagine that someone who is coming out for the first time might be thinking about what will it be like to walk into a gay bar for the first time or be on a queer date for the first time or have queer sex. I don't know if this will be for the first time, but to be having it as an out person. Um, 
And I guess what I would say about that is, uh, again, not to worry about um, having uh, missed doing that in adolescence, because it will feel adolescent when you do it for the first time. Hooray! Um, or maybe not so hooray. Uh, when you do it, it'll probably feel a little nerve-wracking, exciting, um, scary, delightful, that weird mix of happy and not happy at the same time. Um, maybe you won't know what to say at first. Maybe you won't know what to do with yourself. And without knowing you more personally, I don't know if there's like specific advice I can give, but in general, I would say it is meant to be awkward. Um, someone in their 40s probably has a sense of what it was like to be a teen or in the early 20s doing anything social for the first time, uh, maybe first drink, uh, first uh, adult party, first, you know, first uh, heterosexual date, if, if one was living a heterosexual life before. And um, the truth is about these things is it's awkward at first. Um, and then the second time you do it, it's a little easier. And the third time, it's even easier. And then suddenly you're in a groove. And for some of us, it gets really easy. And for some of us, it's <laughs> always a little awkward if you're like me, um, but it does get smoother, it does get easier, but you practice, you get better at, and that is certainly true for living a big old gay life as well. Something else I might suggest is um, focusing, um, you know, in, in equal measure on building gay or queer community, as well as entering gay romantic or, or sexual relationships. Um, I think that uh, when we come out, sometimes the most obvious thing is to get on a hookup app or a dating site and try and find a romantic partner. And that's awesome. I really encourage people to do that if that's what they want. And um, the world of dating, gay or straight, can be really hard on the heart. People are not there necessarily to uh, make friends. Um, they're often there to do other things. Um, and that, um, and like the, the push and pull, the quick starts and stops of that world can be really challenging to someone who is looking to get into a community as well as find intimate partners. Those two are separate goals. So I would suggest, um, you know, uh, getting into one's uh, interests, like if, if you're already into singing or sports or yoga or uh, rock climbing, I'm happy to tell you that there are probably gay groups for that. If you don't live in like a large urban area, um, there are definitely online groups <laughs> to talk about things that you're already interested in, but with gay and queer people. Um, and if you happen to live in a large urban area, there probably are actually in-person groups for that kind of thing as well. To do the things you would normally do, but with um, queer people is often a great way to, I mean, first of all, to like to meet a partner by accident rather than doing it um, in the online way, but also to build friendships and get a sense of gay culture and what community has to offer beyond sex and romance, because something that I love about gay and queer community, and I think that has really supported a lot of folks through the heartbreak of, um, through the heartbreak of trying to find a partner is uh, having uh, queer friends and queer community. So I would really uh, suggest um, bringing that into your life as well, if that's something that sounds interesting and exciting, and to uh, let the dating and hookup world do what it will. Um, both of those can be really, really special experiences at any age. That's it for today. You've been watching Ask Kai, quick tips for the apocalypse. Stay safe, wash your hands, 
I'm just gonna say, maybe consider continuing to wear your mask, even if you're double vaccinated. We just don't know where things are gonna go. I don't wanna restrict anyone's freedom, but also I'm just an advice columnist. I can't really tell you what to do, but you know, think about it. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, Independent Community Media. 
live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz via the access.nz app, the TuneIn app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and on iHeartRadio. Glad out. Lady H on your mic for your funky fry, yay. We love having you on board. A big flat out shout out to New Zealand on air. Without you, access radio stations like Free FM wouldn't be here. A big flat out shout out to Free FM. Without you, flat out pride wouldn't be here. And last but not least, a big flat out shout out to you, you fabulous you, you. For tuning in every Friday to hear what's hot and happening on your free FM dial. It's been my pleasure to bring you this year, Fano. So the last week there was Janelle Monet, Make Me Feel. Ask Kai, uh, compliments of Extra Magazine coming out later in life. It's like Ask Your Auntie. Kapai. Kapai Kai. Now we're rolling into what's hot and happening for your coming weekend in Aotearoa. We're rolling into New Year's. Mm-hmm. New Year's. Only a few days to go. Saturday. Saturday the 31st. Man, I'm losing track of my days. Four out. Okay. What's going down? What's the goodness? Let's have a look. You see? For your Freya Twisted Frequency Festival 2023 at Golden Bay. That's Takaka here in Aotearoa. Uh, get your tickets from cosmicticketing.co.nz. Yes, yes. LAB is happening at Faripai Reserve in uh, um, Tauranga Moana. Get your tickets from bit.ly. So compliments of who's complimenting LAB is the Black Seeds, Catch a Fire, Summer Thieves, uh, Bailey Wiley, Acacia, Tipene and Jurassic. Go on damn fun. It should be a good one. 7 to 11 as far as I remember. Um, still on your Friday, Tay Street Beach, Mount Mungunui. That's Papa Moafano. Uh, they've got Dance Kazumba and Bachata. Cool. Take your togs, your towels, your sunblock hats and something to eat and drink. Friday Prees at G's with Hookie and Brutus. That's Miss G's Bar and Eatery in Tauranga. That's 3 Bar 59 Strand. Yes. They'll be dusting off the record collections to create the soundtrack to your evening. You have to book a table to get a spot, finally. Miss G's bar and eatery. Tauranga Night Market is happening at 1383 Cameron Road in Tauranga Moana. Wee, nice. From 5.30 to 8.30 whanau. Trevor Bruner's Blues Band live music at Mata Brewery. That's 117 Gateway Crescent in Whakatane. It's a blues brand whanau. Guitar vocals and harmonica. Bass vocals and harmonica, drums and percussion, classic electric blues, nice. Love me a bit of electric blues. Still on your Friday, Rough Draft Residence Hip Hop at Palace Pre-New Year's Eve Party. That is at 217 Manganui Road at the Mount in Tamaki Makaurau, Auckland. Nice. 
Two Mile Bay Band is happening at the Pig and Whistle Historic Pub, 1182 Tutane Kai Street and Rotorua. Open from 11.30am they are. Groundhog Day, still on your Friday at Miss G's Bar and Eatery in Tauranga Moana. Free entry whanau. Saturday the 31st, all right, New Year's Eve. This is Point Chev Market, your fresh new local. 20 Huia Road, Point Chevalier in Tamaki Makaurau, Auckland. Kick starting off at 8.30am. The Little Big Markets, still on your Saturday at Coronation Park in the Mount Maunganui. Gourmet Street Food Whanau. New Year's Eve gig, The Secret Garden at Waihi Beach. Get your tickets from undertheradar.co.nz. So this is a David Bowie tribute band. New Year's Eve in Christchurch at the Casino, 30 Victoria Street in Christchurch. They guarantee you will have a rocking good time, plus with 5000 in cash to be won, you could be celebrating more than just the ringing of the new year. Well, 1950s style, Fano. New Year's at Batch Pop-Up, that's uh, Whangamata, 328A Ocean Road. And it's open to the public, so anyone can rock in there. New Year's Eve live music and street food happening at 13 Bar 33 Waipa Street, Mill Road and Rotorua. Open to the public whanau. Um, live DJ, grab a drink from the craft bar, get a smash burger, uh, all sorts, licorice all sorts. Rush, live music at Mata Brewery, New Year's Eve. New Year's party until sunrise. Still on your Saturday, that's Whataroa Road in Tauranga. Get your tickets from ticketferry.com. We from 4pm until sunrise, 1st of the 1st, 2023. That's um, out Ngā Foo, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, Latest 2022, New Year's Eve at Voodoo. That's Lounge NZ, 315 Maunganui Road at the Mount. Get your tickets from eventbrite.com. This New, Year, New Year's Eve whānau market at Te Manawa. That's 1249 Tutane Street and Rotorua. Cool, that's a fun family event. Love that. Community celebration at Matua, that's Ferguson Park. Tilby Drive in Tauranga Moana. That's set up by the council, so again, another a family and friends event. Uh, live music, entertainment, food trucks, activities for the kids, local MC, and then they'll finish with fireworks at 9.30. Same kaupapa happening at Papamoa, that's a Gordon Spratt Reserve. Same kaupapa far notes, all family and friendly event. New Year's party at the Waihi Beach Hotel in Waihi Beach. Get your tickets from ticketferry.com. Drum and bass is going off. Doors open at 6pm. Famous Lard's words, New Year's Eve, Eve Mount Manganui. So that's Trust Power Bay Park, 81 Truman Lane. Get your tickets from trademark.flickit.co.nz. Food. That looks pretty cool. 1991 AMC, Phantom, Bo, Fred, V, Coven, VOE, and more. Hybrid Minds. Okay, cool. 
New Year's Eve Community Celebration at Greeton. That's the Tauranga Race Course. And that is for another um, New Year's Eve family and friends event for all our whanau out there. Card Merchant Tauranga Game Mix. Overload New Year's Tribute Fest at Tōtara Street. That's at the Mount. Get your tickets from tōtara.flickit.co.nz. It's a huge rock event, Fana. Get on down to that. New Year's Eve Five Course Degustation. That is at Force Retreat Bookings.nowbookit.com. Very nice. Very, very nice. It's a very foodie event. We'll take you on a culinary journey. How Year's Eve, New Year's Eve party at the Tauranga Historic Village. That's 15917th Ave in Tauranga Moana. Get your tickets from undertheradar.co.nz. New Year's Eve at Jack Dusty's. That's their Our House, 50 Buretta Road in Tauranga. 8pm till late. Trinity Wharf Tauranga is New Year's Eve DJ Jams by the Sea. And that's free entry for everyone. 51 Dive Crescent. Passion gig at the Pokatane RSA New Year's Eve party at G's, that's Miss G's in Tauranga. Connected 2023 Ultimate New Year's Eve party. Still on your Saturday whanau, 142 Pakiri Road in Lee. Get your tickets from eventbrite.co.nz. Open from 8.30pm, uh, Jungle Drum and Bass and Old School Sounds. New Year's Eve gig at 91 Strand in Tauranga. It's a beach party theme. New Year's Eve at the Outback Inn in H-Town. Would you believe? DJ Severe, twofold. Doors open at 10, $10 before midnight. So they've got three of the hottest DJs. Wow. Cool. And all these people, all these DJs are going to be at the major touring events. So... Sounds pretty cool for each town. New Year's Latin Party at the La Mexica on the Strand in Tarangawana. Get your tickets from eventbrite.co.nz. That's 109 The Strand. New Year's Day, Sunrise Paddle at Motsuriki Island. Ooh, that sounds nice. It's 2 hour 30s, by the way, Fano. So, yeah. Something to be aware of. Whangamata Gypsy Fair at Whangamata Area School. Man, I have run out of time. Seriously. I cannot even bring you more. I have run out of time, Fano. I hope you have a fabulous New Year's. Look, first and foremost, take care of yourselves, Fano. Whatever your scenario is, wherever you are, take care of those that you love. Tap into those that will support you through your journey, whatever is happening for you at this moment in time. Reach out for help. You are not alone. You are loved and we stand with you. Take care of yourselves over the New Year's period. Be safe on those roads. Be safe on the streets. Be safe in the sheets. Condoms and lube are your safest form of protection. Love, light and laughter out to your whanau. Have a fabulous New Year's. And we will catch you all up next week. Next week, week. And we'll be into our new year on the 6th. That is me, Lady H, signing off. Love, light, 
ngā mihi e te whānau. Kia tūpato, me noho tahi, me noho aroha tahi tātou. Take care, kahukura rainbow whānau. Mā te wā. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.